in your gums with Vinny and Hesse. Yeah! All right, all right, y'all, we are back. Uh, I am Hesse, and this is Vinny. I think the last time I did it was off. I don't know. It just does whatever it wants to do it when does. it puts it out it on audio. It's all right. Let's, I go, mean, let's go with it. People want to comment on, oh, you went the wrong way. That's great. Any comments, a comment. Let's do it. This is true. This is true. Well, uh, let's hear how your week went, bro. Uh, my week was just a normal week, dude. Not, nothing nothing fun, nothing exciting. I got a text from my wife that said, hey, weekend fun, not exclamation mark. And then I had a list of stuff that we were trying to get done this weekend. So other than that, it was just sure. go to work. Just get after it, huh? Yeah, we've been trying to finish painting the back of the house since we didn't finish it. The last time we just painted the front and the side. And then uh, we've been working on the back, which... I've had to hit one of those, you know, 85% projects on that closet. Yeah, that's what I was just going to throw out, dude. Is that that 85%? Yeah. I mean, you can't really, because you can't go 100, because that would just throw it all off. It would. It would definitely throw See, it off. Yeah. Well, so, well yeah, I, I added a closet on the back of the house, boof, last year. And uh, it didn't have any trim. You know, like I didn't trim out the, the edges or anything like that. So I've been trying to hurry and trim it out so we can get it painted. And uh, I don't know. Is it soffit or fascia that's up on the ceiling? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> one or the other. So like it, it, it kind of like went... there's both because you have your you have your fascia, and then your soffit. So, so it's on the there's like the trim is like your soffit, and then oh, the, the fascia underneath part. Yeah. Well, it's kind of fascia. I mean, it, it was off like we kind of came into the back patio, so it's that metal fascia, I guess. You know, they're, they're probably four feet long or or however long my patio is, and. I built into that, so I had to take some of that out so I could attach, you know, walls and stuff to the uh, trusses up there in the patio part. But so then I've had to put some of that metal fascia back up around the edges, and then we did like the wood trim around the all the edges and corners and try to. So yeah, but yeah, so I'm just trying to do that a little bit and uh, fix some of that stuff before we get all the way painted. We've got most of it painted today, and then I took a break to run to Home Depot for more parts. I mean, I'm glad Home Depot is only a few blocks away because I go there, I don't know, three, four times a day when I'm doing a project. I think, I think Home Depot is glad that it is too because you go there a lot. I do go there a lot, yeah. You know, grab a grocery well, order and now here we I are. Mean, I think I think that's not, I mean, a year, a year to get her painted and soft it to well, that's the clause, yeah, but we didn't paint any, like, we painted the house this summer, so, I mean, the paint job is still, we're still in the same year on the paint job, so. Yeah, there that's we go. Bonus. That's a bonus. <laughs> we'll take away, <laughs> take what you can get on that. Yeah, huh? yeah. so. Oh, yeah. Well, you did, uh, so, you had a kind of eventful, I guess, would go, it would count with this week, oh, is man. you gave birth to, you had a little. A little baby come out your pee hole. I did. I did. I had so George. Uh, George was born on September 9th. He was three centimeters big. He weighed point zero 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 one pounds. Um, yeah. So it was. I don't even think you should say weird. pounds. Probably point zero 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 one like grams. Ounces? Grams? Grams. Yeah. Yeah. Say gra That's smaller. Yeah. Of the... It is. Yeah. I mean that. That was rough. That was a rough. It, you can drop in if you want. 
Yeah. I think you put a picture. I think you sent a me a picture days, of it so I can um, drop it in. To pass that right here and let stone. everybody yeah. see. And let a lot of people see George. <laughs> so what is it? So what? So explain like. So you sent me the picture. Yeah, I was at the NorCal. That. Definitely do that. Classic. And we'll talk about that. But uh, you, so you're in the <laughs> hospital hooked up to an IV. And then, but what's, why? What is that? What is that? The meaning of that? I don't understand what just happened here. So like when they're trying, so you, you're doing it in the little sifter. So like, do you keep it? Then that way you can do like a, what, like put it in a ring or something? Like a necklace? Or what? <laughs> you got you, dude, I feel like it should be worth, it's probably worth something, dude. Like it probably took a long time to create that. Like a pearl. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, dude, like more than a diamond. You know, like diamonds like from heat, you know, pressure or whatever. Like I think it's, is a diamond like coal? Yeah, was cool at one time, and then pressure made it into that a time Correct. and pressure. So yeah. I feel like, dude, your kidney stones got to be worth some something. Something, no. Is you, it super hard? Have you ever taken try to scratch something? No, I have not. I haven't messed. Dude, you got to. I mean, I'd be messing with that. I, I mean, I kind of wish I had one so I could start dealing with it. Yeah. Scratch it on like some hard surfaces and see like what how kind of hardness it is. Yeah. Oh well. And be like, I, I yeah, can, my body, I, I, I my still body have made this. Yeah. So we'll start, it. yeah, start do start doing some experimenting with it. But uh, yeah, so anyway, it it's one of those things where it's made up of like uh, I think mom had hers tested and they told her hers was made from greens, nuts, and berries, and then other people have them. Yeah, I know, like all mm. sounds healthy stuff, but her apparently like her kidney doesn't process all of it and it just makes it and stuff. Other people have like sodium, salt, sugar. Um, they say most of the time it's a lot of people drink a lot of caffeine. So caffeine, you know, kind of gets in there and it, it turns crystallized and stuff. But this one was like black. It looks like one of those little nerds, you know, little nerd candies. Oh, yeah, I'm going to put a picture on here yeah, for everybody it's, it's to like see. Rounded. It. A lot of the pictures you yeah, see. Yeah, dude, it definitely you're lucky it was rounded because, man, I've seen, when I looked yeah. at some of them looking, it looks like a, a goat head Yeah. sliding through your yeah. body. And I was just like, whoa, it's got like. Little like a like crystals Christ, yeah. shards off of it. Yeah, this one I was lucky. Yeah, Some but I also have... then I also read too. It's like it is, uh, like a genetic thing. Like it's just your body just does them. Some people do a ton of them all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. no matter what they're doing, it's just I have their a coworker just... that she has to go in every six months and get tested, and she drinks a half a cup of lemon juice, um, and has to drink a gallon of water a day. Um, that's what she's you know the doctors told her. That she needs to just do to help. Try to keep. So is the, that to flush them? So the, the acids to... in the lemon break them down. Oh, yeah. oh. Like, so the acids will kind of break them down inside your system yeah, before you. they either form or if they do form, it keeps them small enough that you don't even notice it type deal. But, uh, yeah, so they, they, they hooked me all up. They try to flush it. Friday, um, I went through a few episodes on Thursday night at, like, midnight. I went for a walk outside at 1 o'clock in the morning. Like, you can't get comfortable. It, it's you just don't even there's nothing you can do you can take some pain medication to kind of mount muscle relax or whatever like that to kind of make it go away it sounds so, like you're getting ready to give birth it, it was yeah i was on my knees i was hanging over the bed i was yelling at my wife because i couldn't hear what she was saying through the pain like she was like talking to me and i'm like i can't i don't whine i'm doing enough whining for the two of us 
Like I, she's <laughs> whining because you're whining. She was like, "I'm so sorry. I wish you could." What can I? Do? I'm like, "Stop whining." I'm like, "I can't. Yeah. I can't. I'm doing enough for the both so of us." One of us got to be I, tough. I need, yeah, exactly. I need you to be like, "Hey, hey, what can yeah. I do?" Like, this is yeah. it. Like, so throbbing, and it was just in my head that like, be a little more stern. I mean, she was very supportive and and stuff like that. She was trying to help a lot, but it, it got to the point where I couldn't even hear what she was saying. Like, the pain was. I couldn't get the medication bottle open and I had tossed it on the bed and I was like, open this for me. And she was like, okay. Like I kind of, yeah, you I got in that little short temper. Like I we talked it. about in the other podcast, yeah. huh? It was, <laughs> it was the old Vinny coming out. And like, and then I'm, I got my head down. So I'm not looking and I, like, where is it? And she goes, it's right there. Like she had it laying there on the bed. It was opened out of its little tab. And I drank, you know, and I did that and I went for a walk. I came back one o'clock in the morning. I finally was like, I, I got to try to go to sleep. I can't watch TV anymore i need to try to sleep and then i woke up at 7 yeah. 30 so it was a 1 to 6 30 deal and and i was up and then at 10 o'clock it hit me again i was in the living room and i fell to the ground and hung onto the couch and and i was just trying to get and now is that just when it's moving i think that's when it's moving yeah you think it's just when it's like so just kind of starts rolling it starts down move there. somewhere um and then it feels like you have to pee all the time. Like you go pee yeah. and it's like a little bit and you're like, what is going on? And then you have to pee and it's a little bit and a pee in a little bit. We drove to St. George that day. Um, we were going to go after work, but since I didn't go to work, we left a little earlier, about three. Um, we drove probably for about an hour and I was on the freeway just driving and I felt okay. Like I did. I felt like there was no sharp pains or anything to affect any of that. Um, and then we got to a town called Parowan and there's a truck stop there and I immediately had to go like i had to pee so bad all of a sudden got off the freeway and i didn't take my catcher with me so it was like well here it goes i'm gonna shoot it into the urinal so but i yeah. don't i didn't and then uh we went to st george and i didn't have any pain after that so saturday morning i was catching you know woke up in the morning got my funnel and Felt there it through and there it was. So it had passed. It had passed those it had main parts or whatever. It probably had passed on Friday. And yeah. then it was going through the urethra by then. It was sitting in the bladder, just, just, just waiting to get in the bladder. You just got a big old pee hole. And it also dilates more. But the other two between your kidney out. Yeah. So your urethra yeah. from your right from your bladder to your pee hole, that tube is a little bigger. LA, and the doctor told me it has a harder tube. Yeah. It doesn't dilate anus muscle on the end of it. So. Oh, it's called yeah. a sphincter? Yeah, well, he, he called it an anus muscle. So while I was in the hospital, I'm like on my knees, laying on the bed, trying to do mantras like, mm, relax. Yeah, you just got double anus muscle yeah, flexing. Yeah, I got them both going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, dude, you got two anuses. That's yeah. awesome, bro. So, so yeah, I got it. Um, I put it next to a, a dime and then sent you that picture, so. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. post those. Up. Well, I have them already. I've posted them at the beginning of this conversation. But So that that reminded me, one of our listeners had uh, hit up about, so she was having, like, and she's a female, and so she was having some stomach issues, right? Mm-hmm. So she, uh, you know how they say, like, to do, like, vinegar and like some, like some like you do baking soda and a little bit of vinegar or whatever, and I guess it's kind of like making Alka Seltzer DIY. Yeah, exactly. So, her and her boyfriend, fiance now, uh, were bit making this drink. So she looks it up and then grabs it 
and puts it in a cup and Mick stirs this thing up and drinks it and is like tells her boyfriend like it's worse like my stomach feels like it's gonna explode like yeah she's i don't know if well, I, I couldn't tell you the exact details if she felt like she was gonna shat herself or pop like a, a seagull eating an alka seltzer right I, I i'm assuming it's both yeah i mean because you you're supposed to put like a, a teaspoon of baking soda okay in the in the in the apple cider vinegar Okay. And so she ended up, it was like, or it was like so many teaspoons and she ended up putting like basically three times the amount of baking soda. So she's like, you should, she made a vinegar bomb. Remember you made vinegar bombs when you were a kid? I've heard about them. I never made one. Yes. Yeah, so you put vinegar in there, dump baking soda into a two gallon, two liter bottle, put the lid on and throw the thing and it'll fill up and explode. Okay. So she made a vinegar bomb inside of her stomach. Wow. Like. So her, her boyfriend looks at it and he's like, well, wait, what are you looking? And she goes, yeah, I did I did this. And he looks at it and he goes, uh, hey, do you think you could put – and he's all being all chill and calm. Do you think that you could uh, – because she was in the bathroom. Like maybe just put your finger – like try to throw up. Can you make yourself throw up? And she's like, what? Why? And he's like, well, you know, he doesn't want to freak her out. Really? Like." Oh, God, you cooked 12 times the amount you're supposed to take. <laughs> oh, shit. Because it was like 12 times or something about it. I, she'll have to, I forgot to get the details on it. But anyways, it's like 12 times the amount of baking soda that she put into this, into the apple cider vinegar and made a human vinegar bomb inside of her stomach. So she was just like, it was just bloating her out, dude. Like, so just like what happened? No, I mean she's still alive, but she didn't say how it ended. I, I don't know. I want to know how it ended. Doesn't. She may not want to disclose what well, came out of her. Did she burp when that flush? Did she puke? Up, who I mean, knows? Did, she, like, did it just push out? I mean, you know, at least in a in a human body. All right, so I, she yeah, knows who it is. So you're listening. I don't want to put a name out there because I feel I like that would kind of be. But she knows. Yeah, uh, so know email us. And let us know okay. which which end it popped out of belly button <laughs> mouth booty i don't know dude but could you i, I that'd be so uncomfortable dude oh i mean i do apple cider vinegar in the morning like a shot of it in the morning every morning yeah but i can only imagine if i threw some baking soda in there possibly 12 times the amount too much and imagine what my stomach would do i would die so she's tough dude good on her but speaking of her her sister is a listener okay and we did get an email from her, okay. a very long email. So oh. shout out to uh, Kelly. Well, okay, that's good. Be because yeah. uh, thank you for the email. It was very detailed, very professionally written. Like, I can't wait to meet you at the wedding. Uh, Perfect. So, yeah, so <laughs> she wrote us up. Uh, so she's in the medical field. Remember how we had talked about the rule – Urban, urban doctors and rural area doctors, right? right we were talking and all that stuff. So how we were, and she, and there's there's some valid. We had we did have some valid points. So I felt pretty good about that. Oh, good, 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 good. Uh, there were some other ones she kind of kicked us in the balls about. Oh, but I mean, what? I mean, I'm not a doctor, dude. But I'll take a look. These are just you our know, opinions. One of those. 
<laughs> Dude, I stayed at a Days In Express, so <laughs> all the day back in. off, Kelly. All the days, all the day Motel Eight, dude. <laughs> relax. Super Eight Motel Six. <laughs> yeah. Kelly, relax. I stayed at a Motel Six. Okay, <laughs> top floor. Yeah, Master Suite. All right, what did she so, got? What did we do wrong? So, what did we do right? Oh yeah. Well, it was like so. She just kind of goes over like the the rural healthcare. Like rural healthcare, where like where she's from, doesn't mean lower quality. She brought that up to the begin with, which we kind of understood that too. And uh, you have good and bad doctors is like what she was right. referencing that gotcha. to. So it doesn't really matter where you know any good surgeon, rural or urban, should evaluate the risk benefit to a patient prior to surgery. Obviously, that's that's her words. <laughs> so uh, it's like she's saying like a good doctor should say like, hey. If you do it this way, you might have a club foot, you know, compared to like not do it. So that part I get. Uh, she says you may have better doctors in the urban area from the financial standpoint, like we were talking about. Yeah. So she's in the medical field, like she deals with it. Uh, like um, she says, like cause she's back from over in Missouri, is where she's from. And so she just kind of goes into. I'll just read it real quick. You may be on something with a better doctor in urban area from the financial standpoint. You may find that your urban facilities pay better. Stands to reason why they will, the well-experienced specialists will flock into urban facilities versus rural facilities. Some high-quality docs do stay in the rural areas for just that, rural areas. Many times they were born and raised locally and went to provide to their communities. And that's what we had talked about. Good doctors just staying around like, having that rock right. Hollywood gotcha. type right. relationship. Uh, huge. She says recruiting is huge thing in healthcare for physicians that are specialized. Many providers have contracts and non-compete clauses in these contracts. Um, she's uh, she says, let's see here. I've worked in healthcare since 2003. Uh, solid advice still today is to provider for who was amazing 10 years ago may have completely different practices today so then she's saying like get a second opinion if you feel like that because somebody who was really good 10 years ago may not be up in the times now you know or whatever yeah. but that part of it's cool she's uh uh she feels she has the she says she has the best of both worlds uh i work in a local hospital as a clinic operations officer we have one rural hospital and 12 soon to be 19 out to be 19 outlaying clinics. Most of these clinics are rural primary care family medicine clinics. However, we have special, uh, severe, several special lists that come to our clinics and our hospitals, a couple urban hospitals in Kansas city. So, yeah. So she wrote a whole thing, dude. She got, it was, thanks Kelly for that. I mean, it was definitely informative, but it does make sense. You know, we were kind of were, on point on some of it, but she did kick us around a little bit on like how we were saying that good doctors aren't in the rural areas. I think that's what you said. Kelly, I think that's what Vinny said anyways. So I'll just throw that out there. It's possible. Yeah, so that's cool. Well, at least I know they got some good clinics and doctors in Missouri when I go there next year. I mean, hopefully I don't need one, but. Right. Because we're going uh, to do a wedding there, so that's cool. Wow. You're yeah. in Missouri for a wedding. Yeah. So 
dude, this I'm pretty stoked about this. This is a pretty cool thing. I'm, I was asked to, I guess, would be facilitate a wedding. Is that right? You know what I'm talking about? Is that what they say? How they say it? <laughs> I don't think so. Officiate? <laughs> officiate? Officiate? Like, are you marrying like, them? I'm marrying them. Yeah, that's officiate, not facilitate. Uh, what's facilitate mean? That they do it like my bride before she gets married. What? Is that what it is? <laughs> oh, man. All right, we're not doing that. Wait, we're not doing the first one I said. Are you sure that's right? You're officiating, yeah. Officiate. I don't even know if that's what they call it something different, I'm sure, in the wedding terms, but uh yeah so i'm gonna marry him dude i'm pretty awesome dude they asked me to do it and i was like what so i gotta go get my license and uh come up with some stuff that i gotta have a speech on oh yeah you're gonna have to write at least the cool thing is like i told him i'm like it's gonna be short because it's not about me it's about you guys it's your wedding you cover the basics and you just make it bam bam, and get through a couple jokes talk about some stuff that they don't want me to talk about (laughs) ask everybody hey can does anybody want them not to be married if oh, so, shut up goodness. and go out. You're not welcome here <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm pretty excited about that. I mean, I got to do some some homework and get that stuff set out. But, yeah, I felt I definitely felt blessed and truly Dude, that, honored that, fantastic. Uh, that they would ask me to do that. So, I'm stoked. Is it outside or inside? Uh, I believe it's outside. But it'll be in October. It'll be in, it'll be in October, so it'll be cooler. Yeah, so you won't so have be sweating sweat. my bag off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. I mean, I'll probably be sweating anyways. You run hot really anyways. So, yeah. yeah. It doesn't really matter. So hopefully there's a breeze. That's all we can hope for. Yeah. Like wishful thinking. Maybe they can get me a fan. I think you'll be fine. You'll yeah. be fine. I'll be all right. You'd want to, as long as I got it studied down. I mean, everybody goes up there, stands up there with their little phone or tablet and goes through all this stuff. Cause I ain't do, memorizing. I ain't going to be able to memorize without messing up. Like no, right. you know, you have to do the right. verbatim part. Like right. take this right. hand, take this hand, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah I got to cover all the legal, right. the legal, legal jargon. And yeah. have a couple of your scriptures in there, you know? Oh yeah, dude, I'm going to come up with some good ones. I'm going to have some good Bible verses in there for them. Uh, but yeah, I think it's going to be super rad. Uh, I, I don't know what's there. I got to start looking that stuff up there. She's like, Oh, there's like a little, uh, bed and breakfast, like a five room bed and breakfast with like all the knitting ladies go and stay at or something. But so maybe I'll learn how to knit too. I don't know. I'm just going to do it all. No, it sounds great. You can go to all the, you can go to all the Mormon, uh, places that, what do they They have that in Missouri? Dude, that's where it started, yeah. Wait, that's where Mormonism started was in yeah. Missouri? Well, that's where sure? they, Yes. That's where they settled? Well, that's where they had started. They tried to start, you know, the religion and stuff there, and then they got kind of, you know, they were getting... Booted the, out? Yeah, they were getting the... They were getting the, What do they call it? Like pitchforks and fires and, you know, what? They, they, got, they got run out of Missouri, and then they came to Utah. So, huh. so yeah, they started in Missouri, so... Well, they're not. Well, the the where what I'm doing. All the group will be a Christian. Yeah, no, a Christian group. Yeah, I'm just kidding. But yeah, yeah. So that's uh, your weekend. We didn't get into your last week. So that's where. Well, that's just kind of all this stuff. Yeah, we did the NorCal Classic. That's when you were sending pictures of being in the hospital. Say it's having a baby. Is because every doctor having a baby. Um, Right. Yeah. The only reason I sometimes that I've had. A kidney stone they've they're like this is as close as a male 
will ever get to feeling what childbirth feels like. Hmm. So that's the only reason they call it having a, you know, you make fun of it for having a, you know, a baby and stuff. Um, yeah. My future's daughter-in-law, she was pregnant and had a kidney stone before she gave birth. And uh, we asked her the other day which one she would rather do. And she said, I'd rather give birth. So I feel like, you know, kidney stone's pretty pretty tough to go through. So that's... Well, I think, uh, I think you probably have, you probably have, I'm sure we'll get emails on this now. There's probably a mixed bag of that. I mean, I because don't know what it feels like to give birth. I can guarantee you most females are going to be like, Mother, yeah. you don't know what it's like. Right? You know, going to give you that part, which I understand. Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, I don't understand. I haven't never had childbirth, never right. passed kidney stone. So I'm out I'm out of this argument. The only thing I would uh, look at is to say where the, the female is saying uh, the kidney stone, she'd rather do birth than a kidney stone. My question would be, did she have an epidural? because that would make a huge change because I feel like a kidney stone, you kind of got to have, you're kind of through the pain. You're feeling the pain all the way. They kind of give you, try to probably give you some like Oxycontin or Oxycodone or whatever to kind of help uh, lessen the pain. Yeah. But it ain't like an epidural where they just numb your whole bottom half. Yeah, but women have to go through it for nine months. I mean, there's a lot of different pains and a lot of different things that they have to go through before they actually. Oh, they're not birth. talking about childbirth. You're talking well, about I pregnancy. Am. No, I'm right. He, I, I was saying the doctor. Yeah. The, the doctor compared it to childbirth. I, you I, don't. You don't go through childbirth for nine months. You I, go for childbirth from the time you start dilating, and it could be hours for sure. But that's childbirth. No. Growing. Those comments child. were from Hesse, pregnancy. Not Vinny, just yeah. like you know. I'm not saying it doesn't hurt. <laughs> like you know, I mean, I have a wife. She went through, but there wasn't a time, in there wasn't a time in the nine months that she was pregnant that compared to the amount of pain she went through. True. During birth, okay. birthing a child, <laughs> and she didn't have an epidural. She oh. went raw dog. Dang. She just grunted and pushed and, I mean even the the nerd, the doctor was like okay okay you don't have to yell use that energy inward and push because she's like ah! I'm just like oh my gosh what's happening <laughs> so you think she was doing a deadlift or something but yeah so anyways the, so back to that if you want to comment we could definitely use the some uh, comparisons comparisons to the two and see, because I can guarantee you a ton of people have done. A lot of the listeners we have have probably had both or done both. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, NorCal. We went to NorCal, which was uh, up there in Folsom. Probably the large, I would say the largest CrossFit um, competition on the West Coast, I would say. Sounds good. Probably, I would probably say about that. I mean, they, there was a lot of money involved. Uh, there was a ton of athletes. They go from in this competition. We actually, so we got there Thursday because they had a briefing, athlete briefing on Thursday night, um, and then so you found out what your workouts were. So you qualified for it months ago, right? And then you just trained for whatever. You knew there was going to be like a swim and stuff in there. But then Thursday night, they 
you, everybody meets there. They did it live on Instagram and all that stuff. And you do your, they tell you what the workouts are. And then that starts Friday morning and ends Saturday afternoon. Or sorry, Sunday afternoon. So, so three-day event. Three-day event, yeah. How many workouts per day? Uh, two workouts per day. Some of them were long. Some of them were short sprints. Some of them were like uh, short sprints, but like two of them combined, but would be one. Okay. So right? basically so you could have be... two workouts, but one was like this is A and this is B. Yeah, you got like five minutes to complete this, and whatever time you get done before that five minutes, you can take a little rest, and then at the five-minute mark, this other one starts. Okay. And yeah. then that's your workout. You're scored accordingly. So you would and get two so, scores out of an A and B part, right? Uh, yes. On some. A, the, right. Like the uh, – there was one that was like an 800-meter run, sprint. Yeah. And then you had – and then that was a five-minute one, and then you had rope climb. That was – but that was back-to-back. But they you got two scores out of it. Right, you got a score for your 800-meter run. Yeah. And you got a score for your rope. Right. But then they had one that was a swim event with a run and an obstacle course and that was scored as one one unit or yeah. one one competition so you had one competition. So it was a time and, event. so from when you started swimming to the time you finished that entire yeah. whatever happened in the middle of that whether it was a swim obstacle course rope climbs you know any of that 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 was all all together yeah how'd the swim go I mean, I know you've been training on the swim, and you've been doing pretty good. Been, We've talked about swimming and stuff, but I wouldn't say pretty good. But I mean, I can swim to where I don't drown. But you and PR I didn't have to doggy. Your, your I did, swim. yeah. I didn't have to. I didn't have to doggy paddle, and I didn't backstroke, and I didn't use any of the paddle borders as flotation device. <laughs> yeah. So they had them set up throughout, and then they're like, you can. They told us at the event you can use a paddleboard to get like get yourself get your life together. Like take a if break. need. So yeah, so you had to take in. Basically, you started. You had to swim across the lake, so it was an open swim. So it's a full lake, not a pool. No, so it's right. a full lake, four hundred. They told you it was like three hundred meters, but it was like ended up when you clocked it on your watch, it was like five hundred and twenty something yards, which is like almost 460 meters now is that because everybody was swimming in zigzag pattern or is that no i think it's just a miscalculation i don't know if it was miscalculation or if it's just like maybe they had previously done it the year before and thought it was 300 but the maybe maybe they had to go yeah (laughs) the water level could be up because there's a dam there or they started at a different position oh okay you know or whatever because you just even if you move up the shore off there's yards there with one of those range finders and they're like click could and be that too yeah but and, and so it was a little longer for sure and then uh then they said well if you need to you could get a life jacket if you wanted to did they dog point for a life jacket you just you instantly went down into like what they would consider like a your own division like a scaled version Every, oh, okay. anybody who did it without no matter how long it took would beat you Right. Okay. So you had you your scaled I mean? version. You had your masters. You had your elite. You had your well. That, you know, the, it would it just would scale, scale you in no matter, no matter what, what division you were in. 
if you put a life jacket on. So if you put a life jacket, bumps you to the last. If one guy put a life jacket on, he's he last. Would automatically be last in your class yep. in Correct. that event. Yeah. Exactly. How'd that work out? Anybody throw on a life vest? There was, yeah, dude. There was a couple people. Uh, there was someone, some of the ladies, uh, the older couple of the older ladies had uh, some life jackets on. There was a dude in. He was younger than I was. I think he had to be in the. I, I, I want to say the, maybe like the intermediate. Not he wasn't novice. So it goes like intermediate scaled novice. So I think he was in the intermediate. And he had a life jacket on. And he got in the water. And I'm pretty sure he thought he was going to drown even with a life jacket on. He's freaking out. Wow. Like going nowhere. I don't even think he made it 12, 12 meters. Just There was just water splashing and kicking and just trudging. And and just he's he's freaking out basically. Okay trying to just st- i don't know like a bulldog in the water so the paddleboarder came over and he's trying to climb onto the paddleboard and she's like no 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 just hang on to the side you're not it's not going to sink like you're not sinking she's like yelling at him I'm, i was afraid she's going to start i afraid she's going to start poking him with the with the rower dude just so he, with the oar oh, so oar. yeah with the oar so that he doesn't just tip them both over. And so, dude, he's freaking out. And so she gets him to do that. He's clinging, He's like wrapped around the front of this thing. And you can see his legs. Like he's trying to just cling on to this, yeah. this paddleboard. And okay. she's paddleboarding him back into the into the shore. The opposite direction that he needs to go. Oh, yeah, because he only made it out. He probably, I mean, he probably could have told him, put your feet down. And he would have been able to stand up. <laughs> But uh, so she paddleboards him back in, and he gets out, and he's just like, he's like, I tried, undoes his life jacket. Like he knew, he knew he couldn't swim. He knew it was going to be something that he was, maybe not would not be able to complete, but was going to try. That's good. And as soon as he hit the water, he went into freak out mode, and that was the end of it. And it was like, no, get him out. Even if you'd done a backstroke with the life vest on, you could have at least moved. You know? Yeah, you could have. With a live jacket, you could easily have made it. It would have just taken you longer. Right. I was mean, there, there was time cap on no. this event. Mm-mm. No. Because no. there was a there was a guy that was really good in our group at everything, uh, but swimming. Okay. And so he even said he's like, oh, "I'll be using those paddle boards." I'm like, "Nah, you'll be all right, dude. Just keep swimming." He's like, "No, no, I'll be using them." And I was like, oh, "Okay." And he wasn't lying. He, he made it out to the first buoy. Right? To the next he made it out of the yeah. first buoy and was like, get over here. <laughs> Bowie's paddleboard over. He grabs onto it. Basically, then she just stayed with him the whole time. He would just, as he would, uh, he would kind of, he would swim some more, swim some more, swim some more, and then he would grab a hold of it. And they just kind of turned themselves sideways and stopped progress. Right. And then they would swim. So that one, it, he that one took a hit on him for time because basically so i i did it better than i thought i would the water wasn't as cold as when we went up to boca so that water was so cold you were almost like in shock and then you get that first hundred yards out which you it's cold and so you were swimming hard but at this lake like when you first got in it was a little bit you were breathing a little heavy and then i just had like 
in the back of my mind was Tori just going kick, 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 because that's what she yelled at me at the time two years ago when I did it in a pool. Okay. She she snuck in through the guardrail thing and was standing over on the other end in my right. lane. Going one over there, right. and I would get there and she'd be like, "You got to You're forgetting to kick. You got to kick, kick, kick." Yeah. So when I would turn around and take off, push off the wall and come up, I would hear her in the pool. She would be going, she's hollering at me to kick. Cause I, you could see like I'd be doing pretty good on kicking. And then all of a sudden my kicking would stop and I'm just like pulling myself through the wall. Right. So yeah. And the, I told her, I said, yeah, in the back of my mind, I'm just like, just kick, 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 kick. And it's just her yelling kick. So I kind of try to stay doing that. And then I would get up, you had a spot to know where you're going or you're going to drift whichever way the current is going, you yeah. know? And so I would freestyle and then you kick up and breaststroke and look at where it's at. So I do like two breaststrokes to see where the ramp was to come up the bank. And gotcha. then I would go back to freestyle. So yeah, I did it in less than nine minutes, which was pretty That's cool. Sweet. But then you go, you have a dry pack that you're swimming, that you're dragging along behind you. And what's in your the dry bank. Pack? My shoes. Shoes, okay. The shoes and socks and a little rag I had in there to wipe my feet off. Okay. Because you have to run up the bank in the dirt and rocks. Then you go through this little, like, cones. You go through the cones there. Then they tell you, they, you have numbers written on you. Your number you go through, they put your number down, so they mark your swim. Okay. Then you go and sit down and put your shoes on. You have to take your drive bag with you because you're on the other side of the lake and you run and you do this trail run that goes like straight up a mountain and then you get to the top of the mountain and it's got a big flat Oof. area and they have barricades every like i don't know 30 yards okay and you have to run with these two ruck how bags, tall barricades like regular those metal barricades four foot tall oh okay yeah so and then you have two ruck, they call them canisters, so they're sandbags, but they just have handles on the top. Okay. And they're 55 pounds each. So you take, run to the barricade, you got to throw them over the barricade, then you jump over the barricade. And you do that four times, then you do that four times back. Oof. Then you take Eight off running. Total. Huh? Eight times total. Correct, yeah. So I would just run up to both of them and just swing them both up Dang. and chuck them both over at the same time throw them over and then I would jump over it's insane you throw that down then you have to run down the mountain this little trail down the mountainside and then you hit this little bike trail that runs along the freeway takes you back across the lake like where it runs from the river the dam or whatever right there Okay. run back and then you come back into the venue and you gotta do uh, 10 ring muscle ups to finish your time dang that's one event i took one event and then how long in between that event uh, to the next it was on event? friday so then we had like two hours well that was my second event my first event was uh wait was that my second event I can't remember what you all remember. So we had on we had to do. Oh no, it was my second because my so first event. Event you were done for the day. After that one, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the first event, which was like about two hours earlier, was thirty cal row, 
20 foot handstand walk, the six pullovers of the bar, and then a reverse handstand walk 20 feet. And then you did 20 cow row, 20, cow, 20 foot handstand walk, four pullovers of the bar, 20 foot reverse handstand walk, 10 cow row, 20 foot handstand walk, two pullovers, 20 foot reverse handstand walk, and you were done. Dude, and then when I started doing handstand walks, I used to do them like my body wanted to go in reverse automatically. So it took yeah, me forever to good. start going forward. But yeah. now that you're used to going forward and you've been training going forward for years, now all of a sudden they just throw in a reverse one. So you got to go like yeah. forward and backwards. Like that's a lot of control to be doing on your hand, dude. Oh, yeah. You, always throw your feet, you throw your feet over you kind of like a scorpion because those yeah. are going to pull you. So now every time you want to go up, you want those feet to kind of lead you so they they move you. But now when you oh, go yeah. in reverse, like, how do you, you don't throw your feet as far forward or you just got to keep you them straight? You stack them straight up and then you try to push one back like a little rudder. Okay. So you have to, you have to stand more straight. You don't let it curve over. So you go straight up and then you kind of let that one foot come back a little bit, whichever foot does it. Whichever you're, direction you want to go, you're letting that foot go the direction you want to go. Correct. So you're, okay. you're, you're kicking straight up. You're doing basically just a, what you would do for a handstand hold. Okay. And then whatever leg wants to come back, if it's your left is comfortable or if you're right, then you kind of just let your right foot go back. Go, I would say it goes towards your going back because you're going backwards. You're so going instead back. of let it go over towards the back of your head, you're like straight up and then kind of push your foot towards like where your face is looking at. Oh, okay. And then it right. starts to cause you to go back oh, in reverse. And you had to do those in, you told me it was what, four foot sections? Four foot increments. So if yeah. you made it four feet, you could drop down. Shake yeah. it out, reset, and go. Yeah. But if you yeah. fell before that four feet, you had to go back to the beginning of that back. four yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah. Dude. start over. Dude, that's mental. That's oh, yeah. that's that's a lot of mental stuff. Well, man. and then the pullovers, dude. You're flinging your feet up around and smashing your wiener on the pole. Like yeah. some, some of the times, like. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, I will. Dude, there was times it was I was on it. Well, I get it. And I'd have to like rotate my hip and like uh, get it to like. <clears throat> get back into place before i tried to finish rolling it because i was afraid i was just it was like rolling dough yeah yeah <laughs> just smash when, when you roll dough when you roll dough it gets bigger you know what i'm saying it, it felt like it was it was definitely getting that way i told tasha i don't even know if it's gonna work after i got oh, done freaking just smash three days of this and of putting your body through yeah it was the ropes were out in the sun they're brand the ropes new out they're the all slick slick yeah so many people i mean i was blessed too like i got just big hands and i guess just the way i can grip it like there was dudes that were the first time i slid down it after the first rope climb my hands were beet red and they were super hot and i was like ooh, like i felt like okay i could see where this would take the skin off your hands this will wreck you yeah yeah and so i would slide down i would sit down and just put a little more pressure on my feet okay and kind of not so much usually i just like slide like two two good just long slides to slow down then i'm off but this one you had to kind of control a little more with your feet and take some off but then like let your hands kind of a couple times getting it and then every time i drop down i'd hurry up and grab chalk and then do it again chalk do it again chalk Dude, chalk's again. the best I tell all the yeah. guys in my class, I'm like, put more chalk on. They're like trying to get a lift. They're trying to do something. 
Might put more yeah. chalk on. You'll do better. Yeah, like it's it. mental. It's mental. Yeah. You put chalk this on. one was definitely, it gave me that layer. Right. And it would be all gone by the time I got to the bottom. Oh, jeez. It's like, it's just the rope's hot, slick. You know, Have you ever thought you would, about wearing one of those belts that has a little chalk pack in it? Uh, no. No, not at all. No? I don't, it, usually there's chalk everywhere, and if I didn't, I'd just stick a piece of chalk in my pocket. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. What do you mean, like it's got to just rub it real quick? No, they, they, like, like it's exposed? It's, or it's a little pouch, you know, it's like it's a little called holder. a fanny pack? Similar. You don't zip okay. it up. But oh. I've, I've seen some people with that have gone to competitions, and they've got like this little, I mean, it's almost like a mountain climber belt. Like they have a little chalk, you know, it's all powdered okay. up. It's not, a, it's not a chunk of chalk, it's powdered. And they'll have those in like a little pouch. Well, hopefully you don't have to do handstand or something and you forget to zip the pouch up. That's true. You just just jump it up and just, you can also look like a coke <laughs> at it, dude. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was good. I mean, there were some fit dudes. Uh, some, like, I didn't do too well on a, like two of them. Uh, the other ones I did pretty well at. There were some like that sprint when we came around the beach and it was all rocky sandy and rocky and there was like holes and you know because people just, just hang out there and do that dig little pits and stuff right, like that okay. and we're sprinting through them they didn't and take so a, I was like, like a baseball rake thing uh, like no a, no, no 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 not at all. it all out for you and make sure it was no, all because nice there's rocks everywhere and i'm just like uh, for me it's not uh, uh, as i get older it ain't worth i'm not worth it blowing an ankle running through this this dirt you know what i mean and then not even be able to compete anymore the rest of the weekend but it was super fun uh the elites were like sweeney and there was a guy that just got back from the crossfit games from a team um a couple guys that had been to regionals dave castro was there um you know he's like the programmer for crossfit so oh, crossfitters. Yeah, crossfitters know who he is but yeah, everybody Dave else probably Cash like who the fuck is that you know but so he was there because he minute, he programmed it he programmed it what's like that he was in charge of crossfit at the yeah mm. and he's back oh, in the he's at back in crossfit for a while, wasn't the he? programming of crossfit now also yeah he's but he programmed he's brutal. he programmed the weekend dude and so, but yeah, so, and, and you know, so it was cool. Uh, Sweeney won, the owner of our gym, Sweeney, he won the Elite. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 25 grand. Um, and how many people were in your group? 14? Is that what you told me? Uh, there was started out 17. There were 17 Seven. that made it. Yeah. We had a couple drop out like after the first day. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I, I can, I could see that. Like, cause if you didn't swim and you, put a life jacket on and you just start out the very bottom you and then you saw the workouts and like, well, I'm not really good at this one. Right. Like the sandbag one was brutal on people. 160 pound sandbag. You had to throw over your shoulder and then bear hug squat it. And you Dude. had to like advance it. And then once you got to the bottom of the hill where the beach was at, then you, once you did your last one, you had to pick it up and run back to the finish line. And there was people sixty pounds. Yeah, and there was dudes just locked up, like hamstrings locked up, or could barely even walk because you're hinging, doing the throws, right. and right. then you're just squatting, and then all of a sudden it's like pick it up, lean yourself back, and just 
fire all these different muscles that you've just been hammering away. But that one I did pretty well. I did better. I I could have. I think I should have won that one if the judge made me like roll my bag one length closer at the last one because I wasn't in perfect line with the ruck marker. Oh come on. So like one sandbag length, she's like, you gotta move it forward. So I had to rein down, roll it forward, then pick it up and go. And that much time was what I have from first, my right? first to second. Wow, dude. So I got second on that one, but yeah, you just had to throw it over your shoulder, turn around, pick it back up. I mean, these dudes, it, it was a sprint. These dudes were fit, dude. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, can you throw that picture, your group picture in there right here? Uh, or, oh yeah, of yeah. all of us, of the if you guys dude, all yeah. together, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It'll be cool with that. Oh yeah. You were definitely the tallest out of that group. For of sure, guys. yeah. There's not too many. There's not really ever anybody taller than me in CrossFit. There was one guy that was next to me that was a taller, bigger guy, but he still was two inches shorter than I was. Inch, yeah. inch or two shorter. Yeah. Not no. quite as his upper his legs and stuff he had bigger legs but his upper body no wasn't they as don't big. they don't those bro so weight wise weight wise so that's good you yeah he most certainly did not i don't feel like crossfit <laughs> you know to skip leg days first dude which i've been doing the last couple of weeks um i've been doing doubles so i've been doing a little crossfit at five and then we've uh the guys that come in at five we've been staying till six to throw in a little bench press and back squats deadlifts you know, some biceps and tricep workouts and stuff like that with dumbbells and everything like that, which I feel like are going really well. Like yeah. we're, we're kind of getting more excited about, you know, actually going to class now. It's not, you know, when there's only a few of us in there, we, we do it in a circuit. So yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm getting some gains on. Well, that'll help dude. Cause that's a, an aspect of it too, is especially if you're not competing and stuff, you're doing it for a reason. And that's to, to be in fit, to be in shape, and I mean to look good, you know what I mean in that sense. Like you're not just sitting there doing curls because you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do bench press and curls because I'm gonna for some reason go out and bench something. No right. You know right. what I mean? Like you're doing it because yeah. you want the physique, you want to feel good, and also because I, you know, sometimes you don't always eat as good as you want to, so you work out. So kind of counters that stuff. The way I'm looking at it is, if I can get my chest bigger. Then my stomach won't look so big. Yeah, perfect. See, there's a there's a motive behind it. And I like it. I can bring yeah. the chest out to match up with my I'm stomach. I'm all about it. It's, it's gonna be all good. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be all good to get. Well, that's like, so with even that, like, so there's there's people that help people do that stuff, and that's where I was gonna put that in there. So Kelly, the one that wrote in, that's the, in the medical field. Right. Uh, that's Katie's sister. So that's the, Katie and Jake are the ones I'm gonna marry. Yeah. You know, and then, so she's getting into that stuff. Like, uh, so you can look her up on Instagram. It's K, like the letter K underscore Adkins 18. So it's A-D-K-I-S-O-N 1-8. And it's like, so she's getting into the more of the, uh, like the functional fitness type stuff. But that okay. you don't have to be some uh, super fit person. You know, because everybody's like, oh, if I get in better shape, then I'll come do CrossFit. Or if I get in better shape, I'll come work out with you, even if it wasn't CrossFit. Right. 
even when I was like bro repping and stuff, I'd be like, dude, just come down to the gym with me. And they're like, oh, I'm going to lose a little weight before I start coming down and working out with you. And I'm like, you'll lose weight if you come down and work out with me. Correct. You know what I mean? But it's like, I think it's a mental thing too. That there's just that, that. So like CrossFit's huge on that. Like nobody wants to come do it until they're in shape to do it, which is no. never the case. Like I was in pretty good shape, but when I started in CrossFit, I was not in CrossFit shape. You know what I mean? And so now I do it. Like I enjoy the working out part of it. I enjoy the the push uh the the prs and just kind of pushing yourself and seeing what your body can do like especially like a competition like this like pushing those limits seeing how you can recover seeing what you can do with your body and how quickly you can recover and you know like that's how like sunday was the sandbag thing and i was i felt as strong on sunday doing it than if i was to do it on friday right you know what i mean so i feel like the recovery it's like a challenge in that you know and like Chris, dude, he showed up. Hanning's a buddy of mine, Chris Hanning. So his wife was in it. And he's got all kinds of cool stuff for recovery. Like the red light thing. I did that on Sunday, which is super cool. Uh, we were doing ice baths at night and stuff just to, just to help with those recovery stuff. He's got some, like, this cool, like, little water thing that, like, he's got a whole deal behind it. But it, like changes the molecular makeup in your water so your body absorbs it faster for hydration and stuff yeah it's gnarly he's got all the cool stuff so i'm like yeah it's like i'm going to a spa every day after the workout you know it's freaking rad the best part about doing like a crossfit workout like i've 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 seen some of the guys at the what we we kind of tease around we call it the bro rep you know the pro rep part of the gym those guys have their headphones in they're on their own they're listening to music they're doing what they do which is great but I think the camaraderie and the community of the CrossFit, yeah. you know, situation, like you're competing with this guy, like you guys are competing together and he's, he's like, here, do this for recovery, do that for recovery. And you're going back to half the next day, you know, and you guys are going head to head. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing is, is a, is a cool feeling, you know, for me. Oh yeah. And it's, and it's like with, when we would be standing in the crowd or even though they're warming up, we'd all be talking about it and just, just chammering on about whatever you know like right. we're too old to be doing this we need to pick a new hobby you know joking around stuff right. like that getting in the corrals and then it's like we'd all bump fist dude and be like good luck man all right let's get this boys and then right. we'd go out there and put on a show you know yeah. do what we could do and then whoever's last even then like you, you're turning around and you've just finished and you're dying and but then it's like there's another guy that's still on the floor that's struggling and so we would just walk over to him and cheer him on, you know, help yeah. help him keep going. Help him get and through it. Yeah, you just don't have that in different places like that. But but yeah, so like Katie does, she comes and works out and does CrossFit, but then she she had, she popped something in her knee and had to have surgery and rehabbed it back, and so she's been kind of putting that. But she's also in that she does that kind of stuff and shows like the progress that she has made and going through the step-by-step stuff and getting better at the things that she's once, you know, wanted to do starting out not good per right. se and being, and then all of a sudden in now being good at it, right. you know? And so that kind of gives those people the hope, like, look, you're not going to just come in and be this fit athlete. You know, you're not going right. to come in and do everything, but that's not the point. The point is to get started. Cause it's also, for me too, like just imagine 
I want I want my body to be uh, healthy and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have kids. Like I have a daughter. So to say, uh, what if I had to give her a kidney? Right. You know, something happened for God forbid, or you had to do blood transfusion or whatever it is that you had to give her something. Like I would give her any body part of mine right. to save her life. You know what I mean? I would never take hers. Like I've told her that, like you, you don't get, you don't have a choice to give me anything. You keep it. Yeah. It's, I will give it to you because I've lived my life. You know what I mean? So I want my body to be ready. Like it, I want it to be healthy and stuff. So when they if I did have to do it for whatever reason, like they could just do it. Does that make sense? Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, hundred percent. so there's just, you know, little stuff that all the other stuff too, but why not be ready to, if you had to save your kid's life, your body be ready to, to be that. That's amazing. That next day. I never thought of it that way. I was, I, I, I don't want to say I was selfish, but I just wanted to be like, I've seen so many guys retire from, you know, the UPS, you know, that when they retire, it's like they stop moving. And then all of a sudden, like their health just tanks. Like yeah. you know, they have all these issues. They have kids, you know, when they grow up, I want to be able to have all this stuff. I just want to be able, I want to be able to be around mm-hmm. for grandkids. Sports. I want to be able to be there when they get married. Like I want to be involved with a lot of that stuff where if you, you know, you just kind of lump on the log your whole life, you retire, then you're a bigger lump on the log. Cause you don't have any activity of going to work every day to where if I'm working out and I'm trying to eat better and I'm, I'm, I'm and, I, and I don't eat the best and I get that, but I know in the back of my mind, like I, even when I do bad, I'm like, Oh dude, don't do this. But it, it's still, at least I know it. And I'm not just going through the motions of just eating out all the time and stuff like that. But it's, one well, of those- I think too, I think too, like you're saying when that the retire, it's not really necessarily selfish. Cause then you're also not a burden for somebody as you get right. older. Like I don't want to be, I don't want Correct. I don't want Alexa True. to have to take care of me. True, because I didn't take care of myself leading up to that point. And so like you're saying, you're being a part of the grandkids, great grandkids' life. But yeah, how terrible is that? They're, they're having to like will you will right. you around on your chair or something? You got, you're like, you got Hedy up here taking care of himself, you know, like this, and then you got Vinny, you know, it's just you know a little bit lower, yeah, just like, just I, working I his way up. Eh, kind of maintaining just underneath. I'm just, I'm just falling along. Yeah, I'm comfortable right here. I'm good. No, I'm not down here. I'm just yeah. like, all right. I'll yeah. just, I'll just kind of oh, hang out. Yeah, you're above average, dude. I'll I mean, you didn't used to be. No, you didn't used to be. No, you've gotten a lot better on it, for sure. At all. But yeah, so yeah, and I mean that's how that weekend went and stuff. Uh, and you placed so, what? Uh, eighth. Eighth place, dude. Eighth that's place, yeah. that's amazing. I mean, like when you think about the athletes that had to compete to get there, so you had to qualify to get there, and there was probably qualify, a thousand yeah. athletes that qualify, try to qualify. Maybe yeah, I think it was a little more than that, but yeah. Yeah. So out of a thousand dudes or yeah. more, thousand plus, they took seventeen of them. Twenty. Know, so they take twenty they in your, twenty out, in and then seventeen made it to. The actual event. Right. Three of them had pulled I mean, that's, out prior to. It's amazing. To, and then to finish in eighth place, people in this competition, that's that's fun. So you you were the eighth fittest person out yeah. of a thousand plus people. Phenomenal. 
Thanks, man. And that's phenomenal. Yeah. And then, this... and then you were able to go to work the next. No, oh, man. You didn't go to work. <laughs> oh, I went to work on Tuesday. <laughs> you to took a rest day. I had to take a rest day. I worked Tuesday and went and worked out Tuesday. So I mean, that's that's a that's a tale right there of, of recovery and fitness. You know that you've you've done beforehand. So you yeah. could it took you one day to be back on the horse, going to work, working out, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like that's great. Like somebody like myself, if I'd done three days of of that, I mean, I I, I would have still probably went to work on Tuesday, but I still would have been a wreck. I mean, I work out enough, but I don't work out like like in that it's big volume it's, it's a lot of volume lot. it's a lot yeah. of volume oh yeah um, a lot of that's with your food a lot of that's with your actual workout regiment that's with your bc you know that's with all the all the supplements and stuff like that mm -hmm. just to, to, to take yeah just there. keeping your body hydrated keeping your body flush keeping the yeah. muscles uh the the cold plunge helps you know the the running a hypervolt stuff and doing that kind of stuff but dude so moving on past that people are probably sick of talking about fitness but hopefully i mean get involved it's fun like get after it not always at the end it's fun sometimes during it feels like it's not so much i need a new freaking hobby dude this sucks that you know first I mean? workout that you and i did down oh. in cedar city i thought i was gonna die I just, oh, you I think thought you I was gonna did. die. I thought you were dying. I thought you were dying. Yeah, you, dude, you met Jesus. Dude. You, in that picture, when you're like looking up, you uh, were meet. You saw Jesus right dude, there. He was holding, yeah, he was carrying he was holding you up. Dude. He was finding your puffer bit, for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. I took that too. I took your inhaler with me. The one you left. Do they go bad? They have like an expiration date. Probably not. Uh, I took one with I me because I started to get the so this girl shows up to the gym sick and I'm probably the a hole. I don't try to be an a hole or sound like one. That's probably not true, but I do try <laughs> not to be. And so she shows up and she's sitting on the stairs. There's a time and a place. There is a time. And There's a, place. a time and a place. So she's sitting on the stairs and this is the week before the competition. And I'm like, "What's up with you? Oh, I'm sick." I'm like. So my first reaction is just my first reaction. Like, you get what you get. Then I go, why are you here? And she just looks at me with this, like, deer in the headlights look. And she's like, well, I'm going to sweat it out. I'm like, do it at home. Go home. Right, and then she's just like, the just this look on her face. Like, and I'm like, and then I'm disgusted. I can't imagine what my face looked like. But I'm thinking to myself, like, why show up to a gym if you if you're sick? I mean, clearly you know that you're sick, and you're gonna and sweat it out. How many members were qualified for the NorCal? I mean, obviously your owner, that were, yourself. So that's it was, two. Yeah, Sweeney, me, Maggie, John, Amber. Five from our gym. So five from your gym. Yeah. And she's bringing in a little. And she's one of them. She was oh, okay. one of the qualified. Oh, okay. And she's like, I'm just gonna get through and get some. I'm like, and I shit. So I stay away from her. Dude, everybody started getting it. Sweeney started to get it before we left. I started getting a sore throat. So I started hammering like three days prior. I started doing uh, the emergency with the was it El elderberry. Elderberry. Yeah. But okay. it's emergency is what the packets are called. Right. Yeah. With elderberry. I'm slamming those one a day, drinking thorough flu at night, hit a couple NyQuil's like a couple nights before to kind of get all that stuff into my system. 
right trying to flush all that out dude doing liquid ivs all day just to try to get like overloaded with electrolytes and just to like peeing like a russian racehorse dude just just trying to flush as much as i could out because even tosh's like man your throat sounds weird and it probably sounded weird our last podcast i don't know but she said it was because it was sore then I prior to because we how bad my mic was sounding last time uh, so uh, anyways Sweeney was bad he was snotting it out he was trying to sweat it out like the day before he was all stressed out which is granted you're that's big money he's going up for 25 grand yeah, yeah. and so he was pissed yeah, we all were but oh yeah so uh dude so then we were t- i had a story uh that we were talking about that i wrote down for this podcast so we're going to move into the next section here you ever had done one of them berry fences, the dog dog berry fences? I don't know what that is. So it's like the berry berry fence, like you like bury in the oh, ground. Buried in the ground, underground. See, invisible fence. Gotcha. Invisible fence. You put the wire right. down. Yeah. Did I ever tell you that time we put one in for the dogs? Yes. And I had for Bane and Diesel. Yes. So we were talking about that. I think when we were at, we got an Airbnb at that competition, and so we were laughing about it. So, because I took this fence and Tosh and I went out there and dug. So I have DG that's on the outer side of my yard, right? So I have grass. And then I have, it's like 14 feet from the edge of the grass to the fence. That's DG. And the corners are like 17 feet because they kind of widen out. So I was like, oh, well, that'll give them, and they can go all the way around the whole yard. So I bought this one. It's got like 800 feet of wire or whatever. So okay. I could bury it around the front where the grass is at, then loop it around because it has to stay a, a connecting. Yes. And then I looped it around, and then I buried it down along the back side of the fence. So they'd have that whole run along the outer back. And I'm not – like our property's almost – we're almost a half acre, just a little under. So it's a big backyard section of that. So we're out there, dude. I'm right. shoveling, and she's putting right. the line down there, and then I'd come back in behind, and we'd both bury this thing. It's hot, sweaty. We got the double collars. We got the little things, got the little adjuster on it, you know what I mean, because it adjusts the voltage that it makes it reach. So I have Bane, for the listeners that don't know. He's a masty pit, so is, and he's, so he stands taller. He's, he's, little, he's like 80 pounds. Then we have Diesel, who is... Shih Tzu Pomeranian that got humped by a border collie. So he looks like a miniature, I don't know, not really like a border collie, but pointy ears, curled up tail because the Pomeranian, but he's black and white like a border collie. But he's only like, what, 22 pounds? Right, he stands about 10 inches. He's small. Stands uh, his neck's about 10 inches off the ground. Bane's neck's about 3 feet off the ground. Right. You know, two and a half feet. So we buried this fence. I'm like, this thing's going to be great. Then I don't got to put up fencing. I'm going to do that stuff. I'll teach them. I'll put the flags there so they can see the flags. And I'm like, so I'm showing them as they get close, it beeps. And they know what the beeping is because I have a, like, shock collar that I would put on them, especially Bane, like when we're hunting coyotes and stuff. So, dude, I get this thing up, and Bane goes up to it, and it's not transmitting enough. So he gets super close to it before it's like, beep, it beeps at him. He stops, takes another step, zaps him. Now he freaks out and just runs right through it, and now he's out in the yard. <laughs> and he's just, and now it's pointless because he's never going to come back because it's going to beep and try to shock his ass again. And I'm like, oh, gosh. So now i got to turn it off. 
right? I got to go out there and I just turn his collar off, make him come back in, turn it back on. It beeps, it hooks up. So I'm trying to walk him up to it, letting it beep, and I'm backing him up and I'm doing this thing. And he does it again and just oh, freaks out and runs through the fence again. I'm like, this sucks. Tosh's like, this is not going to work. I go, it will. You have to train them to know. So, but I'm like, it's not enough because he's getting like so close to six to inches to this right. fence or to the wire. Yeah. And, you know, and then I look over and dude, Diesel's just laying in the middle of the thing, just freaking out, dude. Like, <laughs> he's got like a six inch path in the middle because I turned it up so that it would reach Bane's collar. Well, Bane. he's 10 inches yeah, off the right. ground. He's close to that wire. He's got about a six inch strip down the middle of that 14 foot lane. And he don't want to move. This thing is lighting his ass up. Like every move he makes, dude, is like, burr, burr, burr. he looks like a pinball back and forth. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, uh. He's going beep, 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 beep. This thing's beeping, shocking, beeping, shocking. And then soon he's just laying in the middle and won't move. Just tail down. He's just as, as still as you could make him look like an otter in the water, dude, just laying there. And he won't move. Bane's like, tripping out like going around him and stuff. he's he won't go forward backwards left or right he is just dead laid in the middle he found him a spot that was not lighting his ass <laughs> dude I, his eyes are as big as could be he's just like oh god, What's going oh god i'm dying in my heart and dude, just getting defibbed the whole time. oh dude i was like oh but i'm sorry oh, shit, let me let me get this collar off of you this is terrible dude, he was so Oh, it was brutal. I felt yeah, so bad. Anyways, it didn't work, so I <laughs> took it all down. I left the wire. I wasn't about to undo the wire. No, hell no. So I called. I sent an email to the company. It was like, this ain't going to work. You can't. You guys don't say that. Like, with two dogs, it doesn't work. Because right, you're like turning the up the transmitter so high to get the yeah. tall dog and the little dog. And they gave me my money back, which was cool. So That's good. Yeah, I'll That's take good. that. What do you got sure. now, fence? Uh, yeah, so now I built like a big dog run okay. post i put posts in and then fenced all in they got a big dog house now with siding and a roof and all that stuff and but this summertime i got a like a, a sprinkler system in there that kicks on in the day hoses it down and gets everything wet right. cools it off so but yeah dude i was laughing so hard though when we were talking about it. i forgot about it dude yeah. That's, All right. I'm gonna do some fun facts real quick before, because we got uh, a special thing this week, guys. We're gonna do. Uh, we got Vinny's little bits coming up. But I did find Vinny's little bit bits. Nuka bits the bits. So I did find. Uh, dude, remember we were talking about facts? We we're talking about history facts. Yeah. And you never find any. I don't. And find so any. I do all the research for Nevada. Yeah. So so it's kind of like we'll just do funny facts or fun facts or like history. This one's sort of kind of some of them are for history. I found. Okay. Just a little tidbit knowledge stuff. We'll hit through here. So you know the the gold rush, like the California gold rush, and then like Nevada had theirs. Yes. Back in like the eighteen forties or whatever. Yes. Mid, mid to late eighteen forties. So. You know, everybody talks about the, the the California gold rush. So Nevada gold rush is by far larger of the two. Yes, correct. Did you know that? I did know that. Oh, you did? I did. Producing yeah. gold over a longer period of time. 
California's rush only lasted seven years. Yeah. Nevada's has been going since 1961 and hasn't stopped. 1961 or 1861? 1961. Dude. Well, yeah. So the California gold rush of 1848 only went for seven years and then stopped. Oh, yeah. And then Nevada has, once there's hit, it just kept going. Still going, I should say. Yeah. I look for I look for gold every time I go to look for coyotes. Yeah, yeah dude, it's everywhere. Anytime you see green, I'm just like green in the rocks, like green coloring the rocks, you, there's gold around yeah. there. You can find it. Yeah. But there's your little tip. There's oh, another. Coyotes. Uh, negative. You can. <laughs> just do both. Uh, and then you, you've been, did, you, did I ever take you to Lake Tahoe? Oh, we went remember. to Lake Tahoe, yes. I've been okay, there. Okay, so you remember how big it is? Yes. So Lake Tahoe is so big. How big is it? It it's so big that each month it loses nearly twelve billion gallons of water in evaporation. Evaporation doesn't even yeah. go anywhere. No. Well, I mean, eat or anything like that. Like, does it go? Is it eating rains, anybody rains water? Back down. Well, I mean, it's going to the sky, but I mean, it's not, Lake Tahoe is not like Lake Mead. Uh well yeah it, it uh there's water it lets water out like down the Truckee River oh okay but it's not like it's it's not like that is feeding a reservoir right. keeping reservoirs full gotcha that just shows the size of it it's crazy yeah. huh that is crazy so then there's a a Rubicon trail up there that everybody goes on that's the the one you hear about everybody says Rubicon. They take their Jeeps and all that stuff on. Right. So it's like a huge thing. Tons of thousands of people do it, I think, a year for sure. I've been on okay. it once. So it's like, it's gnarly. Some of the gnarliest Jeep crawling and all that stuff. The Rubicon Trail Lighthouse is still one of the world's only such structures located in high elevation. The lighthouse has a Rubicon Point, the highest elevation, more than 6,000 feet of an American lighthouse. Wow. So it's the highest. Most lighthouses highest are lighthouses. down at freaking sea level. Sea level. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know what I didn't look into that one to see like what the purpose of having the lighthouse up there, like having a beacon. I guess probably that maybe I mean, was a thing they transferred the over. Big enough, so you you must have had like ships and boats and stuff like that. They they probably needed a lighthouse up there because it's so big. Assuming. Uh, no, it's not the the Rubicon Trail is uh it's going it's that direction but it's not on top it's not at the lake uh-uh. is there any water at all no nah, no like there's springs and like a little cr- so they have a water. lighthouse in the desert <laughs> it's like but it's that's what i mean it's like up on the mountain i don't know what it i don't know what the reasoning behind i didn't look into it. i guess i could have that's cool yeah so, so i didn't find any history or any fun facts but i did have a question for you Okay. Good. So my question is, would out no, of these? No. <laughs> no just, <laughs> just All right. Remember we were so talking about last time when I was told Alexa. Alexa. You just no. 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 Oh, no. no. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me let me let me work this in for you. Let me negotiate you a question here. Yeah. So, would you want to do? Uh, I don't know if it's a bucket list or or what would you feel more safe with? But would you do a hot air balloon, bungee jump? Skydive, zipline, or parasail from a boat? 
or even do uh, a hang glider. So like all these air, I, mm. I kind of an air question for you. So I've bungee jumped before, and I've ziplined before. So you've uh, done those two things. Yeah, skydiving. I would skydive. I think I would probably do like now. I would not bungee jump just because I feel like I don't even know if they bungee, I don't even know if they bungee jump in the U.S. anymore. <laughs> and I feel like when you go to places like right. cruises or you go to another country and they like you can sign up for an excursion and it's like bungee jumping, I feel like that's a terrible idea because they don't have near the rules and laws that. Like Regulate. they have to yeah. regulations that they have to abide by, so you're basically just going off a handful of rubber bands. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. So you're just kind of like, I, okay, I would yeah. say I would definitely. Alexa wants to skydive, so I'm pretty sure by the time she gets old enough, uh, we'll probably do it. So you'd go like a tandem skydive. Mm, yeah. I mean, I think yeah. you go tandem at first anyway. So uh, I'll probably go with Duke because he has jumped enough times that he now can jump with somebody. Oh, okay. And so I would I would definitely I would probably have Alexa go with him and then I would go with Have you ever watched any of the like zipline fails, bungee jump uh, fails? No, no. If I'm gonna do it I don't want I've seen the bungee yeah. jump ones like where half of it gives way. You know, <laughs> when they do the double ones and stuff. Ziplining ones, I never watched those ones. We did that um when we were in Saint Lucia. We did it yeah. uh it's like three miles of zip lining through the jungle there, which it was pretty gnarly. Like you had to hike up to these places. Like you, they drove you way up there and then you hiked up even further and then zip lined down and down I've seen and down. And where down. They've, like the guy, like so he he's freaking out. Cause like it was cool. either the, that's amazing. Zip line itself is starting to come apart. It's too hot. They're going too fast, and they reach up and try to stop themselves by grabbing the rope. Oof. Just instinct to grab onto the the cable. zip line. And it's a cable. That's a metal yeah, it's cable. cable. It's There's metal. Yeah. Rain on there, you're done. Oh Re yeah. Regardless, I mean, your hands are going to burn off. So, yeah, it, it it's uh, yeah, it's one of those things. I guess it's on a bucket list for when you feel like you've accomplished and your kids are good. Like, everything in your life is going to be fine with or without you. So. Then you might have to do, do one of these, you know, skydives, you know. So you, Just make sure your life insurance is in line. <laughs> right. <before>. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, I'd do those two. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like I say, I'll, I'll end up probably skydiving. Cause she what about the parasailing from the boat? Is that the one where you're in the water and they pull you? Nah, you're on, like, a parachute, and the parachute's yeah, attached. Yeah, it's hooked to the, to the boat. Yeah, I feel like that one's not as bad. I mean, I've seen people get piled in. If it breaks, then, like if it breaks, then I just right? parachute myself down to the water, <laughs> you know. But the parasailing or whatever, where you go jump off of a cliff and that, like, the little, are you talking about the little wing things? Are you talking about the parachute one where you take off running and you parachute while you're sitting in that little seat? Yeah, is it, paragliding yeah, is paragliding the one where it's like you're hanging on to it and you, yeah, your feet they do are hanging off the back. Yeah, in Monroe, I've seen that. They do yeah. a ton of it. Like it's a so it's that a, one, I probably don't really have any. I'm not really into that. Yeah, I mean, it seems just cool and all, but I, no, I don't really have any interest in that one. See, and I feel like if you're at the mercy at the mercy of like wind. You know, yeah. air, you know, high pressure, low pressure, any yeah. of that kind of like, 
I'm sorry, but like a parachute, like you, there's no wind or there's no air to catch under it. Like I've seen them fold. It, a lot of that stuff is you just gotta, I don't know, do your research and know what you're gonna do. So, oh. and I don't do any of that. So it's like if I'm doing any, like skydiving or anything, I'm at the mercy of, of whoever I'm going with. Yeah. So, that's that's on, that's. Yeah. Those well, when we go rough. to do it, I'll let you know. You come with us. I was. I, 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 there was some skydiving down there in Mesquite that I looked at, and, and we saw a bunch of them coming in while we were golf. My wife was like, "You are yeah. not doing that." Often, <laughs> like they were landing oh, yeah. right there, right there oh, yeah. by the right airport, that, right up on that hill there. Yeah, yeah. Looked like they were having a ton of fun. Dude, looks like the time of their life. Super excited. No, I'll probably end up doing it. So if you want to do it, just let me know. All, All right. right, here we okay. go. No, nah, you won't. <laughs> we'll just go do it. Better to ask for forgiveness it. than permission. Uh, okay, it's time. We got right, you ready? Uh, what we like to call Vinny's little bit. I like to call it Vinny's little bits, but he corrects me on it every time. So it's Vinny's little bit. So for your listening pleasures and watching pleasures, if you're on YouTube, flapping your gums. YouTube. We have subscribe Vinny. Subscribe and comment. <laughs> subscribe and comment. All right, Vinny. It's all yours. Time is now yours. Oh, wow. Thank you for that very uh, soothing introduction there. So, the other day I was driving around. And it was, I don't know, 4. In between 4 and 4.30. And I've already eaten all my food for the day not all of it but you know i'm just driving around and i was like i'm starving and, and and i and i was thinking i can just go to the gas station right i can get to the gas station i can buy something when you're walking around the gas station what's the first thing you're gonna look at you're gonna look at like donuts you're gonna look at something quick you're gonna look at something that's not healthy and i'm just like wait a minute you fat bastard it's 4 30 in the afternoon you're supposed to be hungry like dinner's coming like just just make it like i'm trying to figure out when when was it okay to always be like I'm hungry I'm gonna eat I'm hungry I'm gonna eat like we used to have three meals a day breakfast lunch and dinner you know I'm looking at a guy like you that's like okay you know when did it be okay to do this and then all of a sudden all these little golden arches start popping up you know you, you can go 30 miles and there's a golden arch golden arch so is that like they call it the golden arches and I'm thinking is that heaven you know is that what they're trying to put in your head is because when you think of golden arch you know, we're gonna look at it and be like what is the first thing that you, you're thinking, you know, something like, ah, you know, here you go. And I'm thinking, okay, so a guy like you, you know, you think of is, da, 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 I'm loving it. You're not thinking shit. You know what I mean? You're just like, huh, you shouldn't be thinking of that kind of stuff. You know, it's insane on how bad, whatever. It's just a tune, you know, and for me, I'm like, just a quarter pounder. Oh, that's a, that's a strawberry shake. Mm, those fries i mean you hear that music it's automatically right in your head these advertisements you know your golden arches here are, are all over the place and you hear that music as a guy like you you know and i'm picking you out of the audience right here because you're a fit man and this music you're like yeah it's a commercial but for me it's a lifeline to some food it's a lifeline to shake french fries freaking I, i'm already and as soon as i hear that song i've already gone through a list of food to go through so that's that's that was kind of my bit that i worked on this week was was this golden arch and 
dude that music hits that music hits and you probably got a menu that runs through your dude, brain huh? That's you're like oh I have number two number three <laughs> i don't know what the menu i, I hear what you say yeah number two exactly. with, with with whatever yeah, <laughs> quarter pounder. Dead. Number two, a quarter pounder cheese. Oh, I could probably get a super size. They still super size at McDonald's. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. <laughs> I don't even know, dude. I can tell you. Oh man, the last time I went to McDonald's, it was uh, I, I don't know. No, it'd have to be a breakfast. I I think the last time I went was for like a breakfast, and I want to say we were. Maybe like we were going up to go snowboarding or something, or we were going somewhere and we stopped and I got like the, like an egg McMuffin, sausage egg McMuffin with cheese or whatever. And I'll bet that had to be, it was like, I swear it was like Duke, Mitch and me going <laughs> 10 years ago, probably. Yeah. If not more. I know. 12, 12. Actually, I don't even, I don't think Alexa was even born. So it was more than 12 <laughs> years ago, bro. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I don't even know. And right, it's so good, we, though. It's yeah, good. It is. Like, I hate to say it, dude. Like, them little cheeseburgers. Holy cheese, dude. I remember them cheese. I could probably go smash one right now and be like, oh, it's so no, good. I could smash well, probably four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double quarter oh, pounder yeah, with cheese. Yeah. Freaking pickles. Mustard, I remember them little cheeseburgers because they didn't have, like, sesame seed buns. They didn't have sesame seed no, the little cheeseburgers didn't. I understand the little ones, they but I'm talking smooth. quarter pounder. Oh, yeah, you're getting the big fatties. Big ones, dude. Oh, dude. dude. I, dude I don't even know, like I say, if they supersize it. I don't even know what they call it. Probably just, just biggie. They don't. You just do dude, large. Oh, it's just, just do large now. Grande. Dude, when they have a soda, any of their sodas are a dollar. So you can get a small soda for a dollar. You can get a large soda for a dollar. So guess what? You're just going to get a large. Yeah. Why not? Sure. And then you get a large Moderation. fry. Dude. I'm just kidding. They need, uh, they yeah. need to put some restrictions on that. But I, I, when I was driving, I seriously was delivering packages. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, like, man, I'm hungry. I'm like, dude, homie, I'm in a town that doesn't have a gas station. I'm like, all right, when I get back to the next town that I have to go back to, it has a gas station. Yeah. And the first thing yeah. I thought of was like, oh, dude, I'm going to get, I can get a chocolate pie. I can get a Boston oh, pie, which is, which is oh, cream. Oh, at the gas station. Yeah. At the gas yeah. station. Yeah. Um, I can get those freaking raspberry donuts, the raspberry-filled powder donuts. So you just I'm think sure. when you're hungry, you just want to get crap. I do. Well, because the problem is you're in between. You've already had lunch, and now right. you're going to have dinner, so you're like, oh, I can just get something that's not sustainable. You know what I mean? Like something like a snack. Yeah. But the right. problem is there's six six of those raspberry donuts, and I would have eaten all of oh, them. Oh, yeah. All of them. <laughs> I know. We've it talked about gone. this issue. It gone. And I'm like, no. I'm like, dude, you're supposed to be hungry. That's yeah. the thing. Like, our society has made it to where if you're hungry, you eat. If it's you're hungry, you eat. Yeah, you're if convenient. You're hungry, you eat. Everything's you're convenient. You're supposed to be hungry in between meals. Yeah. Because you imagine the, that's the, yeah. You imagine, like, what it's like when other, in other countries, like, they don't have that. Or they you might really get barely have a meal in the morning, maybe right. at night, and you're just like, "Here we are!" Like, gosh, I've been two hours without eating. I'm hungry. Exactly. I better stop at a gas station. Give me some zingers. And if I if I was driving in my truck, listening to the radio, which I don't, I don't listen to the radio, I listen to Spotify and stuff like that. But yeah. if if you had the radio on and you got a commercial, 
and it was a McDonald's. I mean, you hear that. I hear that music. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, man. cheeseburger, double. I mean, like, like you said, the menu, what is it? They call it a, a double cheeseburger. They got the spicy chicken. I mean, it runs through my list of yeah. what I can get. And then when I get there, I overbuy. I overbuy all the time. I haven't done it That's recently. That's how they honey dick you because you get all this for a dollar, this for that. Dollar, yeah. Your uh, spicy chicken, dollar twenty-five. I put a I put a diesel truck out that was on fire that was full of French fries, McDonald's French Seriously? fries. Yep. Like a semi. Yeah, whole semi caught on fire. Did it smell like McDonald's French fries? Oh yeah, yeah, it was oh, terrible. Dude, <laughs> yeah, it was lovely for sure. It's crazy. <laughs> so they stack them down the middle, pallet. I mean, there's it's a full truckload of french fries down the center of this freezer van and it caught on fire and so we you know peel open we're fighting it, and we get it all knocked down this stuff this thing is raging like it was a complete loss yeah because it was out on sure's highway so they were heading from idaho to vegas which i th- i swear the guy said and don't quote me on this they take seven truckloads to vegas a day of mcdonald's french fries of course and he had when his truck called on fire, caught on fire, he had called back, told him what was happening, that he had got the rig unhooked, the trailer was on fire, and they had already dispatched out another truck. Yeah. Because if they didn't... past you while you were yeah, it out. If they <laughs> didn't, then somebody, then uh, some of the McDonald's in Vegas would run out of fries. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, dude... This thing fully engulfed, hot, hot. And this the smell of fries and all this stuff. And we're fighting that. Dude, we were pulling the boxes off the, off them to get them busted open, like to get in there. And, make, and then when you get in the middle of them, they're still frozen. Oh, yeah. dude. I just thought, we thought about just throwing a couple boxes of them in and just take them home. <laughs> just have your own McDonald's fries. You just air fry them up and go with dude. it. But it smelled just like... Make, just like the McDonald's so, fries. I know a guy that his company, his, I don't, he's not of getting the bread to McDonald's. Not in the baking department of it, but he's in the logistics. Okay. Like he gets the buns, he gets all the, like, he has to be, I mean, it is so strict. Like, if they miss the, the deadline by 30 minutes, then that entire truck is a wash. Like, it's, they don't accept it. They're not. It's not considered fresh. It's not considered any of it. Wow. Like if there's a 30 minute delay, yeah. that whole entire truck is a loss. Like they have to write it off as as a loss. So they're keeping trucks like just moving constantly. Same thing with those French fries. Oh yeah. Ooh, we got a fire call. Oh yeah. Okay. Ooh, fire All right, everybody. guys. Thanks. This is uh. We nailed it. It was a fun one, dude. I liked it. I liked your bit too. I yeah, the French fry thing was good. And dude, that, that shirt, that shirt's a lot, dude. I like it I like though. That shirt, yeah. I got yeah. that on a cruise like a few years ago. If everybody, when he says he got on a cruise, you picture it, it's like bright pink and yellow and flowery, and it's, it's a white shirt. At the, at the board, looks man. good, dude. It's bright. It's popping. Grand Turk. It says Grand Turk right there. Grand Turk. Right there. It's popping off, dude. It's nice. It looks good on you. All right, brother. Got to get back to work. Yeah, I got to go save some lives. Save lives. All right, bro, man. Peace. Peace.
Yeah, 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 yeah